Hi, I'm Emma. This is Joe. Welcome to 40 Sexy Overheard, an unedited and unscripted podcast. Yay! Um, tonight we posted a video actually on our Instagram on 40 Sexy Conversations of how we prep and get ready for these. We are. Check it out. We're working on it. And more to come. More to come throughout yes, the week. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, so before we get into our topic, should we just do, I think we both just have a few really quick updates. So, yeah, yeah, I don't have much going on in my life because though the world is opening up because of COVID, I still don't have a social life, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Like, no, I mean, who has this? No, really. Right. So my update actually is um, I am learning. I just realized that I am really per- trying to perfect learning how to make chile relleno from scratch it's so good <laughs> i don't even know what you're perfecting so m has I'm been still thinking about it m has been kind enough to be my what is that my my guinea pig or my trial yeah i'm like come over i just made it i'm getting the yeah so yeah i'm sample perf- menu or something yeah that's how boring my life is but you know it, it might sound boring but seriously i'm like i get so excited about trying out new recipes. <laughs> I know. I'm with you on that. I like it too. But you do, like, you I are do. good. You are really good. Aww. You make it great. Yeah. And I would never try chili relleno. I think it would be too hard for me to make. I'm not good at frying things and breading things and like yeah, the no. whole. It's a process. Yeah. It's a real process. Chili relleno is a process. I use poblano peppers, but I'm so excited. So that's like, that's pretty much how ex- where I get my excitement. <laughs> and <laughs> then what else is happening in my life? I don't even remember. I think that's pretty much it. What else was it? Did I say? Um, Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh, and so today I have been, I mean, I, did, I got on Snapchat, not today, about a few, um, a week ago. And so today I attempted to do step by step on how to make chile relleno <laughs> on my Snapchat. It didn't turn out very well. It it turned out all right. <laughs> so I'm better at well, making... Well, the food turned out good. Yes. I'm better at chile relleno than I am at Snapchat. So I that's me dipping my toes into social media again because you know how I can't do social media because I become a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is as far as I'm going to go in social media is on Snapchat. <laughs> and let's see what else is happening. That's pretty much it. So cooking chili, you know, and I'm probably gonna try a new different a different dish later this week, and okay. keep Snapchatting what I'm making. And um, we're Snapchatting now and using it on our Instagram, so it's awesome. Oh my god, totally. Yeah, we yeah. have some like really fun videos that'll be we'll be doing this week. I I like I wasn't I'm very excited about them. Yeah, I'm really loving learning. I mean, hello, I've always been I'm a lifelong learner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, teachers. Yeah. I used to be a teacher. So no, seriously, I just I forgot how much I love learning. So learning how to cook new 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 um um foods and this whole social media thing. Holy crap. It's almost been like, like it's definitely over a year and a half since I've been in social media. So, yeah. So, Snapchat has been like, I, I had to ask an 11 year old how to save a Snapchat. Oh, yeah, of course. Because the kids <laughs> totally know. Like, my daughter like grabs my phone sometimes when I'm trying to do something. She's like, I know how to do it. Oh, oh my God. God. They're so smart. I'm the opposite of smart. <laughs> and <laughs> no. that is my um, update. <laughs> And, um, um, yeah, I'll do mine super quick. Speaking of addictions, I just so everyone knows, I have not touched opioids since, Yay! Our, last, since our last episode. M is not an addict. She is a normie. Yeah, so I tried it. Wait, I'm a what? A normie. What's, oh, like normal person? Yes, so in AA, you're either an alcoholic, an addict, or a normie. Oh, we well, are, I am shocked because I feel like I'm never the normies. So. Oh, we're both very fortunate to be normies. Yay! For reals. Yeah, but after that episode, I did get a little bit of, like, a re- you know, some comments about, like, um, be but, careful. Oh, for real. You know, and I was like, I wasn't yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to make light of it. Um, no, no, absolutely. If you don't know what we're talking about, previous episode, I don't want to really get into the whole story right now. But anyway, no more opioids for me. Nope. At least for the time being. And um, everything else, I just want to say this. My update is mainly going to be at the end of the show with a really, really fun game that we're going to play. And so I'm going to save my update for that. But um, I, d- I don't know what was going on with the moon this week. 
so much chaos and drama. Like, mm, I just, don't, I don't know if anyone else felt that week, and I don't even want to get into all the crazy, weird things that happened this week, but... I agree. There was something where it, it was, like, the chaos. The moon, the stars, it all lined up where there was a lot of, like, upheaval. And it, it was a new moon, so it should be, like, kind oh. of... It's usually that... Yeah, you would you know, know more about it, it this. It should time. be, like a, re, like, a new time for intention and, like, a... A slow growing period, but it was like the new moon started and everything was like. No, I have to know? admit, like for me, I, I want to add this. I know it's your update, but it was my update too. But whatever, it's like, like when you're talking about that, like I part of my update is I've been grieving a lot. I've like really felt the grief, and you're saying it's a new moon. Yet here I am, I'm kind of like grieving the old, which is I guess kind of like a new thing too, right? Yeah, because it's like it's a growing in intention. So you're thinking this is a new phase, right? I always think of it as like. At the new moon, you're start. You're it's kind of beginning. Like this is so loose and kind of just concept. Like being right now, yeah. But then you know you get to the full moon, and that's like the explosion or the pop, and then it calms huh. down again. So it could be like building. So like grief could be you've be, had an awareness that you need to grieve, mm. and then you'll be grieving, and you might at the full moon get over it, and then start to back down from that, or you might at the full moon realize. What oh, was wait? This when is what when was the full moon? So the new moon was like this last week. So that means oh. the full moon was about two weeks before that. Oh, oh, oh okay. So well, no, I was so grieving then. Yeah, and usually the thing to me though is usually the full moon is the chaos. The full, you know, that's oh, why yeah, it's no, the no, full that, moon. That was definitely what it's I like was. people are like must be a full Holy moon tonight when people are crazy. Yeah, you know, yeah, and usually strange things happen in a full moon because it's so much moon energy out there. Yeah. But on a new moon, it's more rare for things to be so chaotic. So this week really threw me. It was just a very, very bizarre. Really, week for me. yeah, yeah, uh, for yeah, this week has just been like kind of like solemn, I think is the word for me, not okay. so chaotic, but solemn, but definitely grieving still, yeah, mine was like a f- like so many people around me having like fallouts, breakthroughs, upset, myself included, I mean, it was just a lot, and I'm like, what is going on, but right? all, mostly good, like nothing terrible, like no, 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 just no, no. like. A weird, dramatic week. Yeah, it's like, it's, it feels for me, like, as the world opens back up here on Maui, because there's, um, like, something shifting, too, with, like, all these tourists coming in. Did you know that there's more tourists coming this um, thing, this um, spring break, just, just, like, a couple of weeks ago, now, this year, than there were in 2019? Oh, I didn't think that was true. No, it's totally true. Interesting. Yeah, well, that's I, I heard from... Reliable people. <laughs> so I would go with that, which is nuts. I guess everybody's like, hey, the world's opened up. Let's all go to Maui. Smart people. And maybe that's, what, you know, and also just speaking of chaos, as things open up more, it does make sense that there is going to be chaos. <coughs> you know, if you're locked at home. Every year in Chicago growing up, it would be like the winter, the crappy weather, and you're kind of inside. And that oh. first day of summer, <laughs> and when it was warm, it's so exciting. You're going to, like, wear your right? shorts, which is not really a good idea. But no. you know what I mean? You're going to be, like, I remember walking. Actually, a friend of mine was just talking about this. Walking by the snow in shorts. What? Because you're so excited that it's, like, an inkling of warm. <laughs> and there's this whole feeling in your belly about it's warm. Oh and, blah, blah. and I feel like this whole COVID thing has been this long winter. And now people totally. are coming out. And they're a little crazy. I love that like, Chicago COVID, in the, the summer long is winter. crazy. <gasps> yeah. But yeah, it has been a long winter and people are awakening and coming out and that's not necessarily always a smooth transition. Yeah, I love that you're bringing that up. I think that's what it is. It's totally, I never thought about that. Like really, it's a, it's been such, even here on Maui, it's been such a long winter with this COVID thing. And now in the last week, it's been really this transition of like, yeah, no more winter. Right. <laughs> it's, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah. The snow is melting, everybody. Yay! Which is usually a good thing, and I, I feel like it is. It is. It's just, you know, it, it's been so long. Like, it's kind of like getting your, your, your go to that land legs back instead of sea legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've I been on the sea for a year and a half, and all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, it's the land, and we don't know how to walk on land. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's like completely. the opposite of it. So it's really getting my footing back. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to cook. I'm just going to learn how to cook other recipes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you've been used to in the pandemic. You're totally right. You know what I mean? So you're, you're totally falling back right. on like, this is what, because even tonight, like my daughter's at a sleepover and when I dropped her off, um, the, uh, the dad hosting, it was like, have fun on your night off. And I looked and I'm like, where am I going to go? But then, like, actually, I could go somewhere. Like, restaurants are open. We could. Yeah, but there's there no are... nightclubs. There's no bars. We either all close at 10. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, yeah. No but there problem. was times in the pandemic where, like, you couldn't even leave the house. I mean, exactly. there's something we can do. No, we're, like, Maui is seriously, we're so much, 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe the mainland is is open is more open than we are. I don't even know. Oh but. yeah, because there's states that are just like fuck it. Yeah, right. And they like to back off. COVID. The what? <laughs> there's like the million mask burning thing. What? Like there was just like a thing in Florida with like a, a million masks march of burning masks. That was recent. In Florida, yeah. Oh, well, so they, well maybe they were vaccinated. Sure. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off topic. Anyway, anyway, way off topic. And I feel like we have like so much. That so we much. Talk okay, about our our podcast is really exciting and fun. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. I don't know. If it fun is. is the right we have word. A, I heartfelt things to share. Yeah, go ahead. Em is All like right. she's she she does the outline. She's really like the bones of this whole thing, and I just kind of just chime in. <laughs> That's so not true. So true. That's so not true. So true. I, Without, I would just ramble on about chicken re, chicken really relleno. <laughs> but you know how to say it right, so it sounds good. I try not to chicken say Chicken relleno. I did not. Oh, I did do chicken relleno once uh, the first time. That did not turn out really well. So I just, this time, just say it was all just vegetarian. It was good. It, yeah, it was all cheese, no meat. That was way better. I want to try the um the shrimp next time. Cascarones. <laughs> shrimp, shrimp. Anyway. I'm, not, I'm not even going to talk to you about that anymore because we're getting so far away from what we should be talking about right now. So I'm sorry. That is me about, that's how passionate cooking is for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And anyway. now speaking of a different type of passionate situation. Let's do it. Um. All right. So this is, I want, we always just bring up our topic, but I kind of put some thought into this intro tonight because what mm-hmm. we are talking about, our topic is broken men. Yes. The title, and, broken men. And like we kind of had, um, you know, basically in our podcast, we always talk about ourselves. We're always trying to improve ourselves as women. We mainly talk about that, like in different yes. facets over and over again. That's what every show is somewhat about. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Mostly. Right. Right. You know? Right. right. Um, and in part, like we did our fuckboy episode last weekend and got some feedback about that, but that was a little like, um, I mean, not too much, but a little bit like, oh, maybe you're just only looking at this behavior and not understanding that there's a depth to it that could be under underlying some of this behavior, you know? Yeah. So with that, I just want to say, you know, I really appreciate our listeners who really show us our blind spots. Yeah. You know, oh, thank, 100%. No, percent. No, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I'm, I'm humble. And so is Emily. We're humble enough to be like, yeah, you're totally right. I want to talk about that and really explore it because our podcast is really about just opening, expanding. And so when we hear like, hey, you missed this point and you missed that point. I'm like, yes. So this is kind of maybe. And it gives us ideas. Maybe even an extension of last week in a way. In a way, yeah. Um, Because, you know, the comment was kind of like, sometimes when you're a fuckboy, like other things could have happened that led you to that. Right. And then we got on this topic about broken men. And I guess, you know, we, I just want to before we start this, just say once again, of course, we always joke, like, we're not experts. We're seriously not ex- experts in this. No. We're seriously not men. And we're... No. Well, <laughs> no mean, dicks here. <laughs> I want one. A particular not one. Not on yourself, though. No, no, not on me. And I'm not in me or attached to me, but maybe in me. In me. <laughs> no, right? Um, and so we are just more talking about this more frame, first of all, with a lot of empathy and more from the way that it relates to relationships with women. And just, we're just, and when we talk, usually we're just exploring a topic and that's what we're doing tonight. And it's, I just want, you know, anyone to know that it's not because we want to bash anyone and we're not going to talk about anyone in particular, of course, but like, it's actually trying to understand this better and being empathetic. So, um, that's our goal. And of course we always, like we said, welcome feedback. So if you listen to this and you don't think we're empathetic or, you know, we could have done something different, let us know. Um, yes. But that's, I just want to lay that out there before we dig in. Let's do it. Okay. So our topic is broken men. Yes. And I think we just want to start with, we already laid out that we want to have empathy. And, um, oh, I mean, it's this is like such a, like, how do you even get into it? But basically one thing that came up right away for us was, when you find yourself in a situation with this broken person or whatever, um, and I, you know, like maybe actually before I'm kind of switching the order in this moment, yeah. is let's just clarify what that means. Exactly. I, I think say, we need to do that right. before we talk what about like. What is a broken man? Yeah. What is that? And like, what is it? Yeah. So do you want to say or. Okay. I? So for me, a broken man is someone who, who is, I know his soul is amazing, but yet his trauma 
has made him so that he makes these choices, behavior, behavior. I'm going to just, just he makes these behavior choices that hurts himself and those around him. That is a broken man where his soul is really still really good. Yeah. And, and, and that's what makes him broken. It's like he forgets how good he is. Yeah, wow. I like feel like I totally agree with you on that. And I don't really have too much to add to that, except for I just want to uh, emphasize that that is the difference. Is I think for me is that whatever the hurt or the pain is, is still affecting the present situation. There you go. Because I do believe that somebody could have something traumatic and horrible happen to them. And and once again, you're the therapist, not me. But I believe that people can heal and move on and be not broken when you like they can heal. So if they were broken before and now they're not. So this is this term that we're speaking of is somebody who's currently in that hurt and you know probably doing some damage with it. Yeah, and you know? the thing, and a part and of the, maybe it's to themselves. It could be that they're just internally right. like low self-esteem like you know like hurting themselves but yeah, that it's current. Not right. not just cuz I just want to give hope to it doesn't mean that like because something was in the past it's always in the past. Uh, to me at least that's important. Um in the way that I think about people yeah and i don't know about you know i want we we say it's broken men and that word broken really is kind of like a hard thing for me to take in because i want to say that we're none of us is none of us is none none nobody here is broken you know um we're here we're here to heal but maybe that's more of a verbiage thing but i don't know the word broken kind of hurts my heart just to kind of put that out there and um Maybe that's part of it. You know, I see that these, the men that I have been with, that I am around, um, I acknowledge that, that, so, that they are broken in that I feel their pain. So when we are talking about what is a broken man is as a woman, we intuitively feel something. Yeah. You know, and we don't know what that something is. Yeah, but it's definitely a something. And I think, yes. I think too, if, I mean, for me, I, I think a lot of women are like this. It's a connection to your heart, and you kind of know that there's, like, this sadness that mm, exists in this exactly. other person. Um, and it's, like, this... Mo- I mean, maybe it's the nurturing part that's, like... Yeah, I because wanna we are women, and we're meant this. to be a mom. Yeah, yeah I want to, like, nurture this. I want to, you know, like, um, fix this somehow. And some of it's, like, sussing out, like, what is even the damage and why. And then, you know, yeah. it's the scarier part about, like, yeah. being hurt... Um, which actually, I had somebody, I don't know if I shared this with you this week, tell me that um, this was in an, it, it was meant as a compliment, but I was like, I'm going to rethink my life. Um, <laughs> they said, you're so nice to sad people. I, okay, you're so nice to sad people. It must be nice that you feel that you can help people who are sad and you're surrounded by all these sad people. Yeah, that kind of hurts because I surround them. Does that mean I'm sad? I know. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like a sad magnet. Like, what is that? Um, but I think, like, I do feel like I have a thing. And, like, I have friends that joke about this. I like to, I, I sometimes attract things that are kind of broken and need to be fixed. And I want to fix things. And, like, it usually doesn't work out. But yeah. that's in my nature. And I think that definitely has to do with, like, relationships with men. Because it's what you said about like the good heart like you see this good heart and you're like oh even though like you're doing this or behaving this way like I can understand that that's from like this pain and then you I think I think and then I'll just like mend you and then you'll be great (laughs) right and but I think you know that that's further on yeah (laughs) I'm trying to keep us around a little bit no 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 I don't I was so worried about it no no I don't blame you this is unedited everybody but I I was kind of just like yeah no that's that's part of the broken man thing you know and I I want to touch up on that later too where we do as women and men for sure do this where they're like they'll take the broken women to fix them or something oh yeah you know but that's for later we were defining I've definitely and had encounters with men and I'm pretty sure I have a doll shop in their basement just to fix all the broken women they like to pick up (laughs) and absolutely you know the rescuers and they did totally but you know, just quickly to go back to what a broken man yes, is. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Just just so we can go into a, a, a kind of like a a thing. 
yeah, structure. Makes sense. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go back a little bit on what I said, where I like, you know, because women were, were made to be moms. I don't want to like insult anybody by that. But what I mean, I think women were more nurturers. So I misspoke when I said that. You know, as women, we're nurturers. And as nurturers, we're always looking for some somebody who needs nurturing. You know, and I think that goes into the, the part where we intuitively, as women, we're intuitive about, wow, that person over there is a little needing some nurturing so that he can he <laughs> yeah we're only talking about men right yeah now. so he can feel better so he can be healed you know it, it's maybe in it and i think that that you know when we say broken men what 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 i'm describing as a broken man is somebody who i feel needs some sort of something that i can give which is nurturing okay yeah so that's kind so of it's like yeah, like it's more of an in, intuitive, like, sense thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then the other part I think I want to say in our definition, too, is um, usually it's exhibited by behaviors, right? Right. So, like, we're talking about somebody who's, like, well, there could be, like, just somebody who has, like, really low self-esteem and you don't know much about that. But also, it's, like, women who, I mean, sorry, men who I think are, like, womanizers, which maybe is a more accurate word for than our fuckboy term. But, like, you know, like, um, sleep with a lot of women, date a lot of women, like, aren't honest, don't, like, want to communicate. Like, that's something I've experienced. I've also experienced men who are, like, cannot talk about emotions. Right. cannot, like... Yeah. Like, you know, like, almost have, like, a physio... Like, a physical reaction to the idea of having, like, a heart-to-heart conversation about feelings. And, again, that's part of the brokenness, yeah, in our society that we're going to touch upon later. As a broken man... Our culture says, unfortunately, that, you know, men aren't allowed to feel these things. And it's really, really, re- I have so much empathy and compassion. Whereas Em and I can sit here and talk about emotions and this and that. Whereas a man, if two men were to sit here and talk about this, they would be called really derogatory names. Right. I mean, I think things are changing a little bit, but I think that that is not like the normal like you and I have been doing a podcast about healing you know that's what we've been seeking out I don't think a lot of men seek that out or feel like that would be a normal thing to do like as far as sometimes fixing things right um which is a whole nother thing because I think like in general like men are more like um showy like physically gonna fix something versus like the emotional inside part right and I think sometimes that doesn't work yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel bad about yourself and then, like, beef up and be that guy at the gym that's, like, you know, like, lifting 120 pounds. Right. But, like, if you don't feel good, like, inside of yourself, it doesn't really matter what your outward appearance is. And I'm sorry, if but there are so many guys that are attractive men to look at, Especially but then, like, on the inside are, like, a friggin', I don't know, like, a yeah. s- smashed vase or something. And so, it's, like, you can't... Yeah. yeah. Well, no, something just hit me, but when we were defining what a broken man is for me, I just realized a broken man is somebody, a man who cannot, because of society and familiar thing, familial things, cannot display who he truly is. So okay. that's a broken man because of his trauma, because of society's expectation of men, and he can't be who he is, you know, the sensitive human that he truly is. So I guess with that definition, every man is potentially a broken man. But that's a huge thing that we talked about a little. We always have a little conversation before. I think everybody has trauma. Everybody has issues. Everybody has baggage. So this isn't applying to anybody. Like if it's somebody, okay, you got a divorce. That doesn't mean that you're broken. Um, okay, you, um, you know, got a DUI. I'm just thinking of random things that recently <laughs> come up to me. Didn't get a DUI, but you know, like... Something like that, like, that doesn't mean that, you know, but this is a term specifically to somebody who I think is, like, hurting, right? I love it. That's it. A broken man is somebody who's hurting and can't really be honest with himself because of societal pressures and whatever else that he's hurting because he's a male. Okay. All right. So now that we've kind of mishmashed our definition and came up with one. (laughs) I think we did, though. I think Um, we did a pretty good job. Like, the way that we got into this, too, was, though, sometimes this, you had that thing about, like, wanting to fix or hurt or, you know, like, help somebody. And in my experience, I've gone too far in the direction where I've been in the... And it's way different with age. Like, but it, in my younger years, like, been way more, like, empathetic about something that I probably shouldn't have and taken mm. some really bad behavior. Because that's what I think that 
and you know the real like issue kind of becomes too is that like sometimes when people feel bad they act they do really harmful and mean things to other absolutely and so you know it's like too in that situation where's the boundary of do i put up with you know there's times i put up with you know bad negative behavior towards me which now i can look back and realize it had nothing to do with me but and me putting up with it didn't help you know what i mean but i kind of was like in that where, um, you know, now I, I would be more likely to call somebody on it, I think. Or, like, talk, try to talk to somebody about, uh-huh. like, something like, so, you know, okay, you didn't, you know, you went out and you did this. Or, mm-hmm. like, I've had, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm attracted, like, some hot-headed guys in my life. But, like, you completely lost your shit and, like, screamed at me now. And, you know, like, how, how much do I need to deal with losing your temper and yelling at me before? Because right. that's where I've gotten myself caught in this. Like, you know, somebody who's angry and right. upset. Right. And, you know, like borderline abusive. And I'm still sitting there thinking, and I know that he can change and that there'll be like this heart of gold at the end of the, you know, right. situation. But in every time I've been in that type of situation, that's not what happens. Eventually I'm leaving because I'm like, this is never, you know, I, right. I, I can't fix this. And I'm actually. But I taking think, the brunt of this, you right? Know? I think that's what I was talking about earlier. Where you know, as women, we're like born nurturers, you know. So in a way, we take this nurturing thing to the next level of codependency, where okay. we, we stay longer than we should because we're like, oh, I'm here to help, or I'm that's who I'm. You know, that's what we've been trained as women is that we are helpers. We are whatever all the all the things as us little girls that was taught to us by society our parents and all this and that so we stay longer than we think and that then crosses over to codependency where our own needs is sacrificed for the sake of others and you know where you know we we were talking about broken men where it it doesn't do them do them any service either that we are here as women enabling these bad behaviors Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said enabler because I was just thinking about that because like with um, like a situation that, that I was in years ago that was like this, I had a person who was like not really like making very much of an income, was like pretty depressed, had a lot of anger issues, like kind of for a while slipped into getting really addicted to Xanax, but then mm. came back. Like it was a hot bed of issues and you Sounds know we were like together it. for various reasons like we're always going to be careful on this podcast not to like, but, yeah. um, but main point is I helped him. Like, I was like, it's okay that you don't have you know money right now. It's going to get better. And I helped support us and I did all these things uh-huh. and then we broke up uh-huh. and he suffered for a while. He was like really struggling for a while and now uh-huh. he's pretty successful Wonderful. and has his shit together. I think he Great. still has a lot of hurt inside, but it just blew me away because at the time that I was the enabler, I was like, this guy is never going to get it together. I have to do everything. Like, I am, I am like, the only reason we're surviving. You know what I mean? Right. I thought it was this. And then as soon as I was out of the picture, I mean, it took him a couple years, but then he got, like, his shit together. Oh, my God. You know? That so I was like, like, enabling did nothing. But that's the thing. It's so funny. This whole broken man, like, um, topic of ours is, you know, a lot of women, I hear this constantly, not just from... Well, I just hear it constantly. <laughs> of, of like, oh, well, I'm afraid that, you know, when I leave, because then he's going to, he, then he's going to find somebody after all the work I've done. Oh my God. Yes. Somebody else, the next woman is going to, uh, is going to reap all of the hard work I've, I've put into this guy. And now he's going to be amazing when I suffered for all these years. Now he's learned. Oh my God. There's a Megan Trainor song about that. What is that song? I don't that's know. That's all I can think of. I'm going to find it for you I later. No, but that is, that's it. Right. So us women, we, we like, we go for these quote unquote broken men to fix him. And then, then we break up and then the fucking next girl gets the reaps. Gets the all your benefits work. I know. For all of my fucking hard work. Cause now he's learned. And oh my I'm, god! I have. Oh my oh god. god! I think we've clearly both been in that. Right? No, totally. So <laughs> like we, cringing. Right? We stay longer because fucking shit. I've well, already once you start a project. You don't well, want to fucking give well, up. I've already invested three years, this much money, this much time. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> How the fuck am I gonna walk away from this investment? And then we do, and the next bitch comes and wins it all. <laughs> Oh my god, I have to the find this end. Song. The end. The <laughs> end.
Um, so moral of the story is, ladies, um, break up with broken men earlier so that somebody else also has to do the work. That's so the how about this? How about we all as women, like, just be partners and be like, okay, you do six months, you do six months, you do six months, <laughs> you know? And whoever ends up at the six months where he's ready, good job. <laughs> Miss Universe, you know? Like, you get to have the sash with the fucking crown. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. But like yeah, so every woman feels that way. But I think it's that because we all have this idea of a broken man, you know? And like, well, I think it's a lot of people are broken, but it manifests it it also okay, this is the other thing. I think when women are broken or hurt, if and we have done you know, we can do an episode about this and we've talked about this. Um, don't doesn't always necessarily equate to hurting other people. It may be more of like a self harm thing. Like I think like yeah. whatever. Um, and for men, it seems to be like a little bit more of the opposite. So get it, you know, that's why I think it is such an important thing to like address. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that like we touched on this like a little bit, but it also has to do with the communication between two people. Like even if somebody is the sweetest, kindest, best person in the world, if they're not able to communicate with you and be honest for various reasons, it's, in, it's nearly impossible to have a relationship with them. Where I feel like with women, even in my darkest hour and my most hurt times, I still can communicate with other women, mostly. But I I think, like, that with, you know, there's been some men really can not communicate. Like, I'm not trying to, like, make light of this, but, like, are terrible communicators, at least, and this is my point of empathy with this, at least in my love language, which is definitely verbal. Like, I want to hear things. I want to hear the words. I want to hear. Like, so it's really hard for me if I'm with somebody who can't verbalize what they're feeling. That's happened to me a lot before. And I've maybe neglected other issues where I'm like, oh, well, they're showing it. Like, they're showing this. But I need to hear it. But anyway, that communication piece is so hard with somebody who's dealing with trauma. I want to add, like, I think that's part of the brokenness of men, unfortunately, is that our society doesn't give them that leeway to have the, to be able to be soft to be able to communicate i feel blank i feel sad you know we our american society has created a society where men can't say what they're feeling and be thought of as masculine and yeah. that's part of the brokenness oh i think that's a huge part because i I've, I've been there i'm like just tell like tell me how you feel like this is how I feel, and I'm not getting a response at all. No, or, you because, know what I mean? It's just like, I'm, I feel like I'm speaking a foreign language. But like, I think it's that cultural piece, the same thing as, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, with this whole, the political, not even political, the fucking horrible shit that's happening now, that it's been happening for uh, forever, about, you know, like, about black men being shot. It's the same thing, you know, it's like this... It ha- it's, a, it's a systemic endemic thing where we have to change it. Men in general, black men especially have a lot more to worry about, but I'm not talking about that. But like men in general, they can't be soft like you and I can. You know, like what I was saying, or they can't talk about emotions. And it's really that our society creates broken men. And then yeah. we as women suffer. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh my God, there's so many things in there that I want to unpack. Do um, it. But just one thing, too, is that if somebody does share that emotion, it is a vulnerability. And yeah. I think that's what you're talking about is there's this idea that, like, men can't be vulnerable or... I mean, it's kind of, I think, for everybody. But, you know, I, I do. There is... I've had a lot of bad shit happen to me. And I still, at the end of the day, feel like I can trust somebody sometimes. You know what I mean? There's people right. who don't feel that way. Yeah. And showing vulnerability in the world that we live in right now can get you killed. And you know what's... You know, if ironic or appropriate maybe is that today I was just thinking percentage wise of like I have a fortunately a very full practice and I'm very grateful but of my practice that I have I would say like I have 90% women Right, like ten yeah. percent. I'm not of, surprised, and it's really. I mean, if you told me you had ninety percent men, I'd be like, "What are you really selling?" Right, no, I'm just uh, happy endings, <laughs> everybody. No, no, fuck no, no. I have idea. the most amazing boundaries. I just have to say, but anyway, so, so today I don't know why. I guess maybe because I was in preparation for our um, subconscious in preparation for our our podcast, and I just realized, really. In fact, maybe 95% of my client are women. 5% are men, which really hurts my heart because 
that is a disservice to not only men, but especially it's women. It's women, though. You know, yeah. this is, we're the ones that get hurt because these men are not able to take care of their trauma because society says men are supposed to be tough. You just... Man oh, up. Yeah, man up. Oh, you just cannot handle, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God, that's a local thing here in Hawaii. Yeah, but no, it's so true. Right? Like, you, yeah. Oh, you cannot handle, you know? And it's like, no, this is called trauma. It's like read neuroscience. And anyway, so it just really at this moment, it does make me sad. Like 95% of my clients are women. So we're here, Em and I are sitting here, like wanting to heal our wounds and wanting to be better for us and our daughters. And yet the men that we live with don't have this opportunity. So we perpetuate these traumas because the men don't have the opportunity to heal the way that we do. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, there's not that support. And yeah. um, there's, there's, I mean, there's a couple of things like one, and we're, I think we're going to talk about the sport in a minute. So I'm going to hold off on that thought. Do it. But I had a, you know, a friend of mine was, a male friend of mine was like really going through a really hard time recently and Mm. had some stuff happen to him and he was really sad about it. And um, he actually did seek out counseling and he was, I think it was good that he, you know, that he did that, but he was like talking about like what a stigma it was, but I think he really needed it and it was good for him. Um, I'm talking to that same guy today and I'm describing a situation that another of my, um, like a male friend is going through involving like a divorce and a terrible situation. And he basically returned with, well, um, yeah, you should really talk to him and, you know, um, help him with this because like the last guy that, I mean, this isn't funny, but he was like my friend who went through this committed suicide. No. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like that was a really big jump from handling being able to navigate a difficult circumstance with the divorce and custody to killing yourself like where is the stopping of like you know the in between and that was right. from somebody who went to counseling um and so i also feel like that's the thing is that you and i can reach out and we are so lucky to be able to do this podcast we both i mean you well i see a therapist you do well you do your like do. yeah and so we have support yeah, and we, we the, the we started this podcast for our own healing. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And that you know, a lot of men really don't, or there's a stigma with it. Absolutely. Or, and then I feel like even and so this would be my question for you with your male clients. And I, of course, we would never. Obviously, I'm not going to ask you about specifics with them. But in general, do you think it's harder for men to unpack and share their stuff when they when you get a male client? Is it harder for them to like, like? I yes. feel like I know you get so many different types of clients and maybe some people come in and they're like, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm so upset. And then there are people like me as a client who doesn't fucking tell you shit ever and just has conversations <laughs> with you about nothing and just wants you to be there. Right. Um, that counts, you know. Yeah. No, I had a major breakthrough this week with the counseling that was so awesome. Yay. Um, but then, you know, like, so do you feel like when you do get male clients, are they more like reserved or at that point, are they like so broken down? They're like, this is what happened. Like my wife is leaving me. I, you know what? I, like, I, I well, the, uh, no, I think it's more the latter where they, by the time they come to me, they're just really, they're ready to share. Yeah. They're really ready to share. Yeah. So, Cause it takes a lot to get to that point. It it does, you know, and, and I, I really like, unfortunately, like I said, I only have 5% of my practices are male. Yeah. So sad when, you know, if you, if I could get 50, 50, like it would change the world. I just know it. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know how quickly we're going through this. We should check our time, by the way. Oh, right. But I'm just Um, saying, like, so part of broken men, I want to say, is self-awareness. These men are not allowed the opportunity to gain self-awareness internally. Right. The way we are. Yeah. So now, instead, we end up, you know, um, we end up bitching about how terrible they are. When really, no. They just don't have the opportunity the way that we do. Mostly. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely, you know. And it is still a patriarchal c- culture, you know. And this is like that whole, like, the balancing of both. Being in a pat- patriarchal culture where, you know, um, men aren't allowed to express their emotions and they're just in charge, rah, rah, rah. You get to decide if I get my birth control pills or not, you know. <laughs> you know, fuck you. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, you too get fucked. For what you're doing I and mean, I get that this it, it's just the way that it is and and then I think it's just this this whole system is broken for every single one of us yeah yeah male or female male and female yeah I I totally agree with that 
Um, and I think that that's an important part because, I mean, there is certainly a lot of things wrong with the world that stem from men. And I don't want to skip over that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. podcast and act like, you know, some people who've per- like been, you know, perpetrators of really terrible things, it's actually just because they should have gotten counseling. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's, you know, it, it either. Um, but I do think it's all sort of related. And, um, you know, we talked about why we got on the subject, but there's also, um, I had watched a podcast of, I mean, well, yeah, because I'm too cheap to buy cable. Podcast Trevor Noah about violence against women. And it was like one of the most interesting things that I had listened to in a long time because he's a man. Mm-hmm. And it, it was called Violence Against Women, but it was actually more about how, you know, men need to be accountable for their actions in general and kind of understand why women feel threatened in the situations that they do. Mm-hmm. And it was him crossing over, right, a little bit because he's a man and he's talking about violence against women and speaking for women, which is like a harder thing to do, but it actually was really moving. And I think that's like a really important, that's why we're talking about it because, you know, bottom line, if you are feeling hurt and you're not getting the things that you need to support yourself, there's, you know, and I mean, this is facts and I'm not, you know, it's generally men who are violent at the end of that, like right. not so much women. Um, I think you know, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> we were going to. I think this is coming up now, even we're going to do a little bit later, but our game's so phenomenal, so it's okay. But, um, you know, that, like, if you look at mass shootings, that's men. That's not women, you know? Right. <laughs> There's way more violent men than women that per, that act. So that's the thing that I was saying about, I think, men sometimes act out things versus saying them. Okay, but, like, <clears throat> you know, act out by mowing my lawn, not by coming over bringing a knife to my house. Because mm-hmm. I've had both those situations in my life, you know? Aww. I've had, like... The guy that wants to mow my house, I've also had the man that tried to bring a knife into my house. So like, oh gosh, you know, like I've had both, and certainly would have much rather had the. <coughs> I don't know if I need more wine or what. Um, you know, not the situation that escalated into like, you know, coming over with a knife in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's never okay. By <laughs> no, the way, sorry. It, I it, to, like, it, yeah, no, things. no, violence is never okay. You know, and that, and I think that's unfortunately, I want to go back to the culture of like. I, you know, that's what we've created, these men. We've created a culture because of this patriarchal culture. We've created, like, such a double-edged sword for them. You right. know, they both have the power, and at the same time, they're both victims. Yeah, and if we don't, if there's not a better way to, like, figure this out and get something better out of this, I think that there's a lot more violence that just increases. And like Yeah, and um, we, as women, in between all of this, are the ones that really get hurt. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, mass whether it's a mass shooting or it's domestic violence, like all those things, or just a man that doesn't call me back. You know? <laughs> no, I'm with you on that too. Like we took a sharp, dark turn all of a sudden. You know, but, like well, motherfucker. <laughs> well, and honestly, like I think we need a moment of like here and to go back to that, like that part about like not, but that's also not communicating. I'm and saying, I, as a person, like. You know, if I'm starting to get to know somebody and I realize for whatever reason that I don't want to get to know them anymore and I don't really like them, like, I don't generally, my first MO isn't to ghost them. You know, like, I usually would probably say something like, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I, like, I'm gonna do something, like, I'm sorry, it was so nice to meet you, but I don't think this would be, like, my thing, or, you know, like, I would say something and I feel like there's sometimes just the lack of communication with men that, that ends up with this a bigger hurt. Because then you're sitting there like, what did I do? You know, like, what did I do wrong? Like, when it's not on you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's me trying to get my shit We're together. using a laptop tonight. Yeah, because my shit. <laughs> that's a secondary form of communication. And I don't, I am not the most. Anyways, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> So I apologize. I lost track because we are unedited. <laughs> so, it, but I don't know. Let's just—is <clears throat> there anything else we need to say? Like we've had a talk. A talk. It's been sort of debauchery back and forth. Wasn't as clear as I think we maybe thought it was going to be because it is a difficult topic. No, I think if anything, I, you know, I wanted to. What, what I wanted to express was, you know, what? Yes, I've been through heartaches in my lifetime. Okay, and all men. And you know what? I am not a man hater. If mm-hmm. anything, I get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm, I want to speak for M. 
she gets it too. And I think it, this is that broken man thing that we're talking about. When we say broken men, I don't, we, neither one of us mean it in a derogatory way. We're like, it's more of like, yes, we get it because we just do, you know, and um, we want to make it different. Right. You know, we don't want broken men and we don't blame you for it. We get the bigger, we get the forest before the trees. Right. So, and I think that that was the whole gist for me in this, in this um, podcast is like, I come from empathy of, I get it. Like, I get it. That's all. Yeah. Well, you do because you're a therapist, but I think for me, I'm, 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 I struggle with it because I will go back to, I don't want to be in a situation that's dangerous to myself because I'm really going on a limb trying to support somebody who's struggling with some shit, you know, like, but at the same point. I can be empathetic towards it, but I also need to protect myself. So, like, right. that's, you know, I think there's some lines there, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, and then and that's the line of, like, I get it versus codependency. And that's that's the thing with us being broken women, you know. <laughs> we go into the codependency part. But since that's not our topic, but, you know, it's like I get that, you know, we that both our codependencies of broken men and broken women we kind of tend to like tune off of each other and like that's the relationship and it just kind of blows up in our faces and yeah we don't want to do that anymore i mean i know i don't i know i'm I'm assuming that m doesn't either you know this is part no, of no i it. have like a really bad reaction i i mean i've got ba- some pretty clear boundaries about it like um my friend who i was talking about earlier who ended up going through hardship and got counseling um I did cut off my relationship with him for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I felt really bad about it because I was like, I know he's going through all this shit and it makes me feel bad that I'm not going to talk to him. But he went in a path of like kind of like drugs and all this Mm. stuff. And I was like, I'm not going to like have you be calling me at all hours of the night with these crazy problems. You know, like like, I can't have that in my life either. So, you know, I've gotten better and I feel like there's a better balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I think that's a testament for M and I, quote unquote, fixing herself from being broken. Yes, and now I feel like my um, kumu hula always like I work out with like that I do hula, I dance hula. Yeah, Sometimes you gotta say what kumu is. What is kumu? Like teacher in Hawaiian, right? And, that's right. Um, but she, when I when we dance with the teenagers, I'm in a wahine group, so that's like the women, right? Wahine's women, and then. There's the, like a younger group, but anyway, bottom line, she calls us old ladies, and she'll be like, "Come on, old ladies, get in the front." Ow! And it makes me laugh. <laughs> I know what that's what I feel right now. No. About I'm like, we've learned so much about this because we're the old ladies and these teenagers. I refuse. Are... I am just a lady. Okay, maybe. How about wise ladies? <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe next time she says that, I'll be like, "Do you mean wise?" You mean wise? I'll take wise. Old <laughs> doesn't feel so good, but wise, yes, all day, every day. Yeah. Well, so hopefully we got some wisdom out of this podcast or somebody did. Yeah. I mean, good. if anything for me and Emma, I'm going to speak for her. We just want you to know like our podcast is really like, it's not about men hating. And I, if anything, it's the opposite. Like we both love men, <laughs> like so much. So, you know, and um, like we get it. That's all. That's all. That's all. So now we're going to play a game and go for it. Okay. All right. Well, first, can I, I just, I think I actually have to set it up with my example. Okay. So we're, we're now we're taking a different segue. Um, okay. So this is not my original game, but I heard about this from somewhere and it came into my life like um, recently where it made sense. And so basically the whole game is you basically, it's usually through text. You are texting somebody music lyrics and no matter what they say back, you continue on with the lyrics. Okay, I love it. So I did this to somebody this morning, and I'm going to read the little conversation so that our game makes sense, right? Well, I don't know. Let's just do it. Because I think it basically... Okay, go for it. Because right. I, 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 yeah, like, yeah, 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 totally So this right. is a song right. by Dolly Parton that I was texting. I said, hello, are you free tonight? And he said, I got to work tonight. Why? What's up? And I said, I like your looks. Love your smile. He said, huh, are you, are you feeling Okay. And I said, can I use you for a while? And he said, what are you talking about, use me? And I was like, it's all wrong, but it's all right. What? What's that? And I was like, the amber sunset glow has died. Oh, my God, why are you fucking with men? 
you know, like it went on until basically he guessed the song. Until he figured, until I he love figured it. out that that was the song. Yeah. So basically, so that's the idea. Right, right. right. So um, okay. So basically, you're figuring out do. which song it is. Yeah. Um, would you like to start? Okay. Well, you, 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 you start? go first because I still have to pull mine up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna start with um, some. I don't want it to make it too obvious. So, baby, I don't need you. Why not? I just want to freak you. <laughs> you too. I didn't know that about you. I heard you freak too, though. I do. <laughs> What's two plus two? Well, four. <laughs> so I don't have a better example. Oh, is this supposed to be me and you? <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Fuck, what is this? <laughs> Make a girl crazy. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God, what is this? Keep going, boys, keep going. Boys, boys, boys. Why am I so stupid right now? <laughs> All right, you have to tell me. You've gone to the chorus, but I haven't gotten it. Okay, so it's, it's Boys by Lizzo. Damn it. Okay. All right, ready to guess mine? Okay, go for it. I think you'll get this. If I, if I have to, I can give you a hint. Okay. Okay. You're going to get I feel like mine's too obvious. You're going to get it in like one second. Let's do it. I've got two for you. Okay. I want to take a minute or two and give much respect due okay. to a man who's made a difference in my world. <gasps> Yes, please do. <laughs> and although most men are hoes, he flows on the down low because I never heard about him with another girl. Okay, Monica. <laughs> Keep talking. But I don't sweat it because it's just pathetic. So okay. let it get me involved in that he said, she said crowd. All right. I know the singer. I forgot the I know title. that ain't nobody perfect. <clears throat> ah, fuck. I give props to those who deserve it. Oh, fucking Monica. I know it's a Monica song. It's not a Monica song. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What is it? What a man, what a man, what, what a man, man, what a mighty good man. <laughs> oh, is it En Vogue? TLC. Oh, salt fuck. Pepper? So, so, sorry, Salt and Pepper. I, I always get En Vogue, Salt and Pepper, and TLC mixed up. Okay. Uh, okay. You got another one? I have I, one more for you. I do have one more. Ready? Okay, yeah. Okay, drink with. Drink, you have to say it like adorable, like don't okay. sing it. Drink beer with the boys. Oh, friggin' what a boy by Beyonce. No, um, about sorry, is it if I were a boy by Beyonce? Close. I and chase after girls. This is a this is if I were a boy Beyonce, right? I wish I was a boy. Oh come on, you know I knew the song. Well, yeah, bro. I'd kick it with who I wanted, and I'd never <laughs> confronted before. I would never get confronted for it. All right. Ready You're for done. this one? Last one. Go ahead. All right. I like being independent. You uh, have to say something back. Uh, okay, so do I. Not so much of an investment. <clears throat> um, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> no one to tell me what to do. Me too. <laughs> I like being by myself. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Don't gotta entertain anybody else. Fuck, is it Monica again? No, you sent me the song, so you better know it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, one to, no one to answer to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now you're gonna know it. But sometimes I just want somebody to hold, someone to give me the jacket when it's cold. Oh, <laughs> there's no one I'm but like, Tori Kelly. <laughs> if you don't know this song and you're single, you need to know this song. It's actually pretty good. I M, got it like M, at night. Right. And tell them what song this is. So it, I don't know what's by. It's Dear No One. I fuck. I'm sorry. I didn't give a good response. Tori to Kelly. Okay. It's called Dear, Dear no, no One. But the funny thing is you sent this to me at like 10 o'clock at night, like one night. And I was like, I don't know if I need to get into this right now. I'm already in bed. And then I played it in the morning. I was like, this is really good. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm like, dear no one. This is your love song. <laughs> I feel like dear no one should be like the name of all of our podcasts. Sometimes. <laughs> for now. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you had fun listening to us. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We love our feedback. We love your feedback. Please give it to us. Look at our Instagram, 40 Sexy Conversations. Um, good night. And we'll see you next Friday. Yes. Or hear us next Friday. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha.